Brazil's 2020 municipal elections have come and gone, and there are a few conclusions to be made. First, while in 2018 Brazilians voted out of rage and frustration with the political system, this time around it was an election for the incumbents, with most mayors and key constituencies managing to either win re-election or push their successors over the finish line. Two, anti-workers party sentiment is alive and well, and the party failed to win a single state capital this time around, which is a first since democracy was reinstated in Brazil. Moreover, where the left did fare better, it was through other parties, not the Workers' Party. And three, Jair Bolsonaro seems to be more of a one-man show in politics rather than the creator of a political movement. Many of the candidates that he backed fell short in the municipal elections. All of these conclusions, however, will be put to the test in the 2022 general elections. Because even though municipal races can be bellwethers, it's advisable to take their lessons with a grain of salt. After all, municipal elections are more about parochial issues rather than grand national projects. One thing, however, stands out. Once again, the group known as the Big Centre comes out victorious, winning races in almost half of Brazil's 5,500-plus municipalities. Despised by voters, but cajoled by politicians, this week we explain what the so-called Big Centre is and why it is such a major political dynamo in Brazil. My name is Ewan Marshall, standing in for Editor-in-Chief Gustavo Ribeiro, and this is Explaining Brazil. This week, a South American-based news outlet shared a video on social media attempting to explain the Brazilian election results in English. Littered with errors, it turned out to be the most perfect example of how the names of Brazilian political parties are so very misleading, especially to outsiders. The video in question talked about a landslide win for the left in Brazil citing big results for the Brazilian Social Democracy Party, which is actually a traditional centre-right party and not made up of Social Democrats. It also mentioned the Democratas Party, which, despite its name, is actually a direct descendant of the Brazilian military dictatorship's political wing. After being roundly criticised by Brazilians on social media, the video was taken down. But a similar mistake can be made when we talk about the Big Centre, or Centro in Portuguese. Unlike the name suggests, the Big Centre is not a group of centrist politicians, but rather it's a loose coalition of right-wing forces belonging to rent-seeking parties that, you know, they'll throw their weight behind any administration, regardless of ideology, providing that the price is right. Typically, representatives of the big centre are handed second and third level positions in the executive branch, which then allows them to oversee big budgets in areas that offer potentially great electoral returns. No Brazilian administration has managed to enjoy any sustained congressional success without keeping the big centre on side, because its members make up around 250 of the House's 513 seats. And the count, you know, can vary depending on which parties you throw into the mix. And to explain exactly what the big centre is, we welcome back Felipe Campanchi, 
an associate professor at the Johns Hopkins University School of Advanced International Studies. Philippe, when does the big centre come to be and why do we give it this name if they aren't centrists? The confusing thing about the, the terminology, right, the, uh, called the centrão, right, the, the, the big centre, is that it it references kind of the ideological uh, uh, dimension, right, as in like, oh, these are, makes you think that these are kind of parties that are characterized by their kind of centrist ideological position. But I think the the the, the big uh, distinctive factor is that they actually do not have an ideology, right? So they're only kind of in the center, uh, in the sense that, that they're that they're not like on the right or the left. They're they're really uh, 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 basically kind of just sort of a network of uh, uh, clientelistic, you know, politicians and and sort of political forces. Now, what is interesting to note is that the big center are widely badmouthed by the population and politicians alike. You know, from Lula to Bolsonaro, they've all spoken out against the group. But when it comes time to govern, they always have to get into bed with them. So what has the relationship been with federal governments from José Sarney in the 1980s all the way up to Jair Bolsonaro today? Their strength comes from the party fragmentation itself, right? Which means that no party is in a position to to govern uh, by itself. So whoever happens to be in power has to rely and the type of uh, coalition politics that uh, uh, you know sort of characterizes the the Brazilian uh, uh, um, political system upon redemocratization, so the so-called uh, new republic. Uh, so that's kind of where they get their uh, uh, their their power fundamentally, right? Because they are sort of pivotal players in terms of uh, uh, giving uh, anyone who happens to to be in government support in Congress. And because they're willing to support whatever uh, 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 you know political party happens to be in power, they uh, you know that that role suits them very much, right? So so that's kind of what explains their existence and and their persistence in the Brazilian political system, right? So it's it's not at all about ideology; it's really about uh, 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 making use of the fragmentation of the Brazilian system to uh, ensure their access to uh, uh, government resources and, and to the rents that flow from there. They've always been, in some sense, sort of the part of the landscape of, of Brazilian politics. Now, it's become a little bit more jarring, I guess, uh, uh, their role, because Bolsonaro uh, uh, kind of got elected uh, in this sort of anti-politics moment so, so it looks kind of contradictory, but at the same time, I mean, Bolsonaro is, uh, at some level, kind of a card-carrying member of the Centrão, right? So he uh, famously or, or, or infamously uh, has been uh, in so many different parties, but uh, uh, essentially all of them are part of this big uh, Centrão sort of mishmash of parties that are, that are, are, are not ideological and are kind of based on this uh, um, you know, rent-seeking approach to politics. So at, at 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 some level, it should not really be a surprise at all. But Bolsonaro has always been sort of a, 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 a bit of a, an odd uh, bird in in that context because he does have this this uh, uh, ideological sort of extreme discourse at some level. But uh, uh, you know, 
if, if you look at it in, in, in a little bit more depth, you can see that he operates in a very similar way. And, and it's, it's very clear from uh, 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 you know, all the, the corruption scandals surrounding him and his uh, sons that have been fundamentally what uh, uh, ultimately brought him into the arms of the Centron because he, he, he you know, realized that uh, uh, he could get into serious trouble, right, if he lost political support because essentially there is, there is, there is a lot of uh, skeletons in, in, in his closet, right? Now, in this year's municipal election, the big centre scored some pretty big victories in major cities, such as Rio de Janeiro and Belo Horizonte. So where does the group go from here? Do they remain aligned with Bolsonaro or you know, might they go for their own thing come 2022? Well, that's, uh, you know, I think certainly the, the, the election results strengthen their hand, right? And, and, and really kind of increase their, their bargaining power uh, relative to, to, you know, the entire political spectrum. But it's really not... Uh, uh, in their uh, uh, DNA or in their interest so much, I think, to, to, to be the lead actor, right? They, 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 I think they, they would really rather be in a supporting role as a group of politicians. These are not kind of a politicians that have particular sort of electoral appeal uh, 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 for kind of a big majoritarian election, you know, kind of at the presidential level. Uh, uh, so, I think fundamentally they they might try to to build an alternative uh, again to sort of strengthen their hand, but I think ultimately uh, uh, what this uh, allows them to do and 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 what the result of these elections uh, uh, you know helps them do is really to uh, exact a, a higher price for their support, and that goes for for Bolsonaro, uh, 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 you know. For Bolsonaro's government right now, but also uh, as election season uh, comes along, so I think uh, more likely than not they're going to be supporting some uh, 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 politician that is not exactly coming from uh, 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 their 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 midst, but uh, 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 they will auction off uh, uh, their support and and they will keep playing their role as sort of a, a pivotal uh, agent in Brazilian politics both in terms of the election and then and then going forward. After the break, we take a more detailed look at some of these big centre parties who made huge gains in this year's election. Hi, my name is Lucas Berti and I work at the Brazilian Report. Do you like the Explaining Brazil podcast? Then please, rate our show on whatever platform you may be listening to. And don't forget to share it with your friends and co-workers. Many people write us asking how they can support this show. The best way is by subscribing to the Brazilian Report, the journalistic engine behind this podcast. You can enjoy a 7-day free trial and subscription plans start at only $3.90 per month. That's cheaper than drinking chuladas a month at Starbucks. Go to brazilian.report slash subscribe.
back in 2011, former Sao Paulo Mayor Gilberto Kassabi launched his biggest political project, founding the PSD, the Social Democratic Party. But when he was asked about where the party would align itself on the political spectrum, Kassabi was brutally honest, declaring that his new party would be neither left or right or centre. It's quite confusing, right? But, you know, if they're not centrists by name, they're definitely big centrists in Brazilian terms. Felipe, where does the PSD fit into this big centre narrative? Yeah, I think, you know, it's funny that you bring up the Kassabi quote, right? Because it, 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 as you point out, it, it, it basically places the, the PSD as sort of the quintessential uh, uh, Centrão party, right? Because sort of very explicitly uh, uh, not at all ideological and, and really uh, uh, solely kind of in the business of, of, of providing sort of these transactional uh, or playing this transactional game, right? Uh, so in, in that sense, I'm not sure that uh, 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 we, sh- we should sort of take the, the, the specific, uh, 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 um, you know, gains, you know, the fact that, you know, the mayor of Belo Horizonte happens to be in this, in, in, in this party right now or whatever the case may be doesn't really uh, strengthen the party per se. I think it's, it's, it's more like, you know, I, I guess one of the, one of the characteristics of the, of the Centrão style parties is that politicians kind of move around these parties a lot. Again, Bolsonaro is, is kind of a sort of a classic example of that. So I wouldn't sort of flag uh, them uh, uh, particularly as, oh, you know, they are like the most powerful player or what have you, except in so far as they are kind of a, kind of a quintessential uh, uh, Centrão party uh, uh, from that perspective, right? So uh, their success, I think, in that sense, is very illustrative and, and very representative of, of sort of this broader uh, 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 pattern of, of success of, of this type of political uh, uh, force, but not so much for what it means sort of individually for, for that particular party, uh, um, you know, nearly as much as, as for kind of what it, what it represents uh, uh, in terms of this broader, broader uh, uh, forces, if you will. Well, granted that the individual success of a given big centre party may not be hugely important, given that they're largely shape-shifting and ideology-free groups. But if you look at those two big wins that we mentioned earlier, so do you not think there's any argument for the PSD developing a bit of a springboard for more national ambitions? Yeah, I wouldn't frame that as a... a, 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 a kind of a springboard for the parties as much as it might be like springboard for individual uh, uh, politicians. And these parties, they work mostly as vessels, right, for, for a kind of political prize. In the same kind of way that the, the PSL was a vessel for, for Bolsonaro's uh, uh, candidacy uh, uh, in 2018. So I think, you know, it, it could be the case. I'm not sure, you know, how likely it would be that, let's say, someone like uh, uh, Alexandre Calil, you know, the mayor of Belo Horizonte, could uh, uh, you know have presidential designs right now, right? Uh, 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 and you know he comes out kind of in a strong position, and uh, uh, you know right now you know the the PSD would be like the, the the vehicle that that sort of he's using at this at this moment. But but I think that the party affiliation at some level is sort of uh, uh, you know a bit of a, a, a secondary 
issue here because, as you point out, Eduardo Paes, for instance, right, the, the recently elected mayor of Rio, he recently joined a party. Uh, you know, in all these cases, like these people could be like in different parties uh, uh, tomorrow, for that matter. So I would I would, I would not make that much of of sort of these particular examples as indicating something deeper about like the 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 the, the parties. Uh, 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 prospects as, you know, perhaps kind of, uh, you know, having like a leading presidential candidate. Uh, I, I would think more about sort of the individual level. And these parties will all be uh, 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 willing to negotiate with uh, whoever uh, would be in a position uh, for, for, for a presidential run, uh, uh, you know, to, to, to support them. And again, you know, Starting with Bolsonaro, who currently doesn't have a party, right? Because he he you know left uh, the PSL and and you know proved entirely like incapable of of setting up his own party. So you know my understanding is that all these parties from the Central are already uh, very much uh, signaling their willingness to 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 sort of accommodate Bolsonaro's run as well. And I'm sure they're going to 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 sort of try try and play uh, uh, all all sorts of different angles in terms of uh, uh, kind of trying to, to negotiate with different political forces. But, but, but I would say, you know, there are individual political projects, uh, uh, a lot of them, again, starting with Bolsonaro. And all of these parties are, are more than happy to work as vassals for these uh, uh, um, individual projects. And, and I would say that, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the electoral success uh, of these parties does uh, uh, you know strengthen their position insofar as uh, uh, you know the, the 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 bargaining over the terms of these of these negotiations right with these individual political projects? So it's not to say that the 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 the, the party success doesn't matter because that that really does uh, uh, translate into resources uh, uh, you know at the municipal level that can then you know be used to support. Uh, 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 you know, federal uh, 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 endeavors, right? You know, famously, uh, uh, you know, the vereadores, right? The, the the city council members are are kind of, and and the mayors as well are are very important in terms of supporting, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, electoral efforts of of uh, um, federal candidates. So it 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 does matter, right? But I think more uh, uh, in terms of that infrastructure that these parties can then sort of, uh, uh, um, you know, negotiate with individual uh, politicians who, who have uh, 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 their own uh, sort of uh, political ambitions and, and, you know, can use these parties again uh, as, as vessels for, for, for those ambitions. Now, there appears to be a split going on in the big centre and a suggestion that this municipal election was not the group's priority, as they are actually turning their attention to the House Speaker and Senate President votes, which are going to happen early next year, and they're turning against each other in the process. So on one side, we have the Democratas party, and on the other, we have the Progressistas. So these are two big center groups, which are technically cousins, if we you know trace back the lineage of Brazil's political parties. Would you agree that the municipal races are a bit of an afterthought for the big center compared to these upcoming internal elections in Congress? 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. We need to understand fundamentally, right, that these parties are after government resources, right? That's that's what they traffic in. That's what their ultimate goal is. And municipal governments, they, they you know, do control uh, substantial resources. But at some level, uh, 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 the municipal dimension is really important to kind of set up the stage for the for the federal uh, uh, um, elections and, and, and the federal power is, is, is a lot more important. So in that sense, it, it, it's like the municipal uh, uh, elections are, again, the, 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 the just sort of setting the stage for, for, the, for the, the, bigger, the bigger disputes that, that sort of happen at the federal level. And as you point out, immediately now there's the, 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 the choice of who is going to be the who are, who are going to be the next uh, uh, you know leaders of the of the of the house and of the senate and obviously there is there is a sort of judicial component that it, that is involved there as well because of you know the debate about whether the current leaders are term limited or not and you know this this might hinge on on a decision by by the supreme court and obviously uh, 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 that's that's a kind of a, 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 a bigger fight in some sense, right? Because, you know, there's a lot more resources to, 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 to control at the federal level. But what I think this uh, 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 rift of sorts indicates is that, you know, again, the Centrão as such, is it exists as a result of, of, of uh, kind of the, the, the fragmentation of the party system in Brazil, right? And, and fundamentally, that means that, that, these different parties, they, they do compete with one another, right? So they're not like, uh, 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 you know, uh, all playing for the same team, right? They're, they're, they're kind of uh, uh, um, at some level allies because they, they, they you know, uh, uh, are stronger when they, when they act uh, in, uh, with some level of coordination than, than when they don't. But fundamentally, they, they, they are rivals as well, right? Because you know if if someone controls the uh, the the you know the if someone gets to be the speaker of the house someone else cannot uh, be in that same position at the same time right so i think fundamentally that that points at this at this uh uh, uh structural uh, uh uh you know competition uh that takes place right because the, the you know this is not one single Party. This is not like a, 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 a unitary uh, actor, if you will. It's it's kind of a loose federation of of politicians who kind of operate uh, along similar lines and who understand that they are generally stronger if they if they act uh, with some degree of coordination. But they also understand that fundamentally they they they, they are in uh, competition as well. And and that's uh, what I think uh, 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 this this illustrates. And just to finish off, I wanted to see if I could draw you into a bit of a hypothetical here. So we've talked about the chances of the big centre actually trying to make a push on the national stage and you know potentially running for the presidency. But what would a big centre presidency in Brazil actually look like? Because I'm not sure the, the population even has much of an idea. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, I think the closest thing to, to, to that was the Sarney uh, uh, administration way back when, right? When when the Centrão was not like, uh, you know, uh, a thing yet. Uh, but but the, the the spirit of the Centrão, uh, you know, essentially flows from from the 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 
the parties that kind of uh, uh, constituted the, the 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 base of support of of the Sané administration way back when, right? It was the the PMDB, right? Now, uh, now the MDB and the PFL, which is which is the 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 origin of the of the Democrats right now, and even the 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 PP kind of goes back to to sort of what the what the old PDS uh, 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 was like way back when. So so in that sense, I think we we do have an idea. I mean, Zafane is at some level uh, uh, sort of a godfather of the of of this style of politics as well. So you know, I think it 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 would uh, it would not be. Uh, that uh, uh, unprecedented, if you think about it, right? Not to mention the fact, obviously, that uh, you know these uh, political forces have been really close to the heart of, of power in, in, in every single uh, 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 government in the in the new republic, right? So, so I think it, it's not it, it's not that uh, 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 unprecedented, and and it, it, it wouldn't. It wouldn't feel kind of that different. Again, even Bolsonaro, who uh, uh, kind of at least on the surface would represent sort of a bigger rupture with, uh, 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 you know, the old style of politics. You know, at some level, it is true. I mean, he's kind of uh, uh, again an oddball figure, but but at another level, he is again uh, 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 he sort of comes from the same milieu, right? And and and. Uh, uh, you know, so so I, I I wouldn't think it would be like that uh, uh, that much of a stretch to to kind of think about what that would look like. I think we've at some level we've 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 seen how that works, uh, 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 you know, for 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 many decades now. Felipe Cabanchi is an associate professor at the Johns Hopkins University School of Advanced International Studies. And if you like Explaining Brazil, please rate us with five stars. That will help more people to find out about the show. Or you can sign up to The Brazilian Report, which is the journalistic engine behind this podcast. We offer a seven-day free trial, no strings attached, which gives you access to the site for a week without the need to insert any credit card details whatsoever. I'm your Marshall. Thanks for listening. <laughs>